Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Cool Kids Podcast. My name is Shane Kai. My name is Jay Smitty P. Diddy. Your boy, Dutchman. Dutchman, yeah. This today is uh, the very first online episode. I was really hoping we wouldn't have to do any of these, um, just because they're not as fun, because we can't see each other and all that. Uh, but due to current circumstances, not COVID, but like um, just for the sake Small of time. Yeah. Measles. Every, literally everything but COVID. Um, just for the sake of time, we decided to do some episodes online, uh, you know, because these guys are leaving soon, so we don't have time to meet in person. At least we don't have time to meet in person three extra times, maybe one more time. But Before Peter leaves. Yeah. I, Peter, you're leaving uh, earlier than Josh, Hi. right? Uh, next Friday, dude. Next Friday, really? Ooh, wow, yeah, on the 13th. I leave the 13th, dude. Literally a week. Now, are okay. you leaving on the 13th, uh, or are you like leaving to go down to your hotel on the 12th, and then, or are you just going straight? I go from, to the hotel. Like, I go to the hotel on the 13th. On the 14th, I do physical again, and then on the 15th, I'm doing something, and then I get shipped off back to on the 16th i get shipped out down to san diego officially and that's when you officially start boot camp yeah it's gonna suck booty but it's gonna be fun it'll be a good uh good experience to lose weight and get in shape and become one of america's finest fighting forces mm-hmm. cool <laughs> Um, all right well we're gonna be yeah well we're gonna be having because of this online presence we're gonna be doing uh for the next two episodes will be much shorter we're gonna only do a strict 45 minutes and we also won't do any of the comedic ads because they're just not as funny when they're not in person so we'll just be skipping over that just talking and uh we'll have fun so, Sounds like a yeah. plan. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Yeah. So, for this episode, uh, also, I just wanted to mention to everyone who's been listening so far, uh, we do want to uh, not, like, make a huge apology, but we just want to let you guys know that the last few episodes have been very freestyle, and we haven't had, like, a really good topic um, and that's just because we haven't really thought of anything and some of the episodes were even last minute. So uh, we apologize for just having kind of like weird, slow podcast episodes. But these the next two or three episodes, we should have. <laughs> no, not really. But the next two or three episodes, we should have full on uh, topics similar to what we've got going on today. Um, so I can... I can hear one of I can hear myself in, through one of your microphones. <laughs> That's not good. We need to fix that. Is one of you on speaker or something? No. No, Josh, I'm I'm in my headphones. Mm. Maybe your headphones are a little too close to the microphone. 
Gosh, could that be true? Well, the microphone is only set in one place. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, right. Um, I can unplug I can unplug from the headphones if that would be using my computer mic. Yeah, no, 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 don't want to do that. <laughs> That's okay. That's all right. That's all right. Um So is it my fault? It might be my fault. Okay. <laughs> Any of your stuff? Uh no. Not at the moment. It. So it's it's Josh's fault. <laughs> it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen like all the time. It's just kind of like in and out. So I can't hear myself right now. Um, but we'll just go with yeah. it. Anyway, uh, today we wanted to. Well, I guess I wanted to because I was the only one who brought this up. But uh, in the news recently, everything has been blowing up around the Supreme Court decision. Or not decision, but uh, supposed leak to vote on overturning Roe v. Wade, which is... Uh, is that real or fake news? That's the real question. <laughs> well, it's it's real. For Well, actually, I guess we don't know for sure, but... Um, yeah, so what do you... Like, have, are you guys familiar with what's going on? Have you heard about that at all? Yeah, so I, I had, saw Nancy Pelosi, or not Nancy Pelosi, but uh, Mrs. The lady who claimed to be Cherokee. What's her face? Elizabeth she Warren. Yeah, I saw her being mad, getting mad. So that's that's basically all I've seen. I haven't really been paying attention. Yeah, I also haven't been paying too close of attention just because. Uh, been kind of busy trying to get my paperwork and everything settled for the military so yeah yeah not really getting my paperwork settled for me but mainly just a whole bunch of studying mm. I like if you have finishing stuff yeah but uh I've I've, I've heard a little bit about it mm-hmm. well a lot of people are questioning the authenticity of the leak itself not necessarily on whether or not um, not whether or not that the Supreme Court is actually going to vote to overturn it. Everyone believes that that's what they're going to do. What people are coming are thinking about is that was this truly leaked on accident or was it leaked on purpose? And huh. the reason why people would think it was leaked on purpose is because obviously I think, well, I guess not obviously, but the left would want to leak that decision to start uproar basically, and try to affect the Supreme court's decision to not overturn it through the use of, you know, protests and yelling and screaming. In other words, an actual insurrection. (laughs) I could see that. Um, and, and given what we've already seen, I don't know, it's only been like a few days and, uh, unless I am just not paying attention, I haven't seen anything too crazy. I've just been seeing a lot of, you know, a lot of like, um, confrontation in front of the, 
what's the where does the Supreme Court meet the building? What's that called? You guys know that the building is uh, called. Is I'm it, not completely it, sure of. Is it Capitol Hill? No, that's 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 the, yeah, that's the um the uh, the Capitol building. Um, I'm pretty sure it's a Supreme Court building. Okay, it's just called the Supreme Court or whatever. But anyway, it is. It doesn't matter. Anyway, yeah, a lot of people are already um, packing the streets in front of that building, both pro-life and pro-choice um, activists and protesters are kind of going in that this like all out war, so to speak. And uh, it's getting intense. And so like, I, I, I guess, uh, I guess they're getting exactly what they wanted. You know, they wanted kind it's of an uproar. It's the Supreme Court building houses. Mm, okay. Yeah. So. Oh, I bet. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. No riots yet. Just a bunch of people just camping out, I guess. Or what? Um, I've seen some hands getting thrown and uh, I've seen some like confrontation, physical confrontation, but I, yeah. don't, I haven't seen any, any like riots per se. Although the news could have changed already, um, but yeah, just a lot of yelling I, and screaming. I feel like the rioting though would be a lot more extreme. I would say in larger cities in more conservative states. Um, so I would say like Austin, Texas. I would say like. Uh, trying to think of I don't know maybe like Salt Lake City Utah or something like that where they have a lot of conservative people in the state but they have a lot more liberal people towards the city and I feel like that's where a large majority of the rioting is taking place it's going to be taking place if there were to be any rioting because that's the other thing a lot of people are sort of misconstruing what roe v wade actually means yeah it doesn't mean the u.s government federally outlaws abortion it just means that it puts the it puts the uh puts the rights into the state's hands yeah exactly that that is a very important thing to remember is that yeah, like like Josh said, it would not just make abortions illegal. You can still get an abortion in certain states. It's just all it leaves the in individuality up to the states. So now the states can decide for themselves. It gives the, yeah, it gives the power to the states rather than the federal government, which it should be the states, not the federal government. So. Exactly. And as far as yeah. I'm, as I remember, California under Governor Gavin Newsom would remain uh legal to get abortions so i think Absolutely for sure yeah. so it's just uh it's kind of crazy the uproar from the left i mean it's it's nothing new um the the left does have sort of like a a misdirection tactic where they purposefully they purposefully misrepresent your personal opinion 
and they make it sound worse than it actually is. And then they start attacking you for that misrepresentation. And so in this case, they're basically saying, oh, well, if you overturn Roe v. Wade, then it's going to make all abortions illegal. And then they start making you a terrible person for saying that, even though it wouldn't be that bad. (laughs) But um, that's even if even if that's something that I did want, uh, that is not what overturning Roe v. Wade would actually do. Um, so, exactly. Yeah. So it's just it's crazy. Um, but uh, I know we kind of touched on this in like I think that was like the first episode or something like that where we did the political compass. Um, but I wanted to ask you guys from your own hearts, what you, how you feel about, uh, abortion as a problem nowadays. And in in general, just if there's anything you would like to say that, you know, 30 people that are listening to us would hear. (laughs) (laughs) Did you want me to go first, Peter? Uh, okay, so I would say I have probably have the most different opinion from you too. Um, and the fact that's that so, I think <laughs> knuckles that, crack. No, honestly, I think that Roe v. Wade shouldn't be overturned. The Civil Rights Act. No, no. <laughs> What? I wasn't sure where you're going with that. Uh, no. Um, I didn't know that's how you felt. I agree with you. <laughs> oh boy. I'm being outnumbered. <laughs> you're like, okay, I guess I'll join them too. Yeah, I believe this. <laughs> All right. You got me. <laughs> A no, chain but... finally. <laughs> okay. Uh, I would say that in terms of Roe v. Wade, I do think that it's a good thing. I think that certain um, things like uh, the Civil Rights Act and certain things like the. Uh, Gay Marriage Act should be in the hands of the federal government. I do believe other things should be handled on a state-by-state basis. I think abortion is one of those things. I have absolutely no problem with it, just because it goes down to the individual state. So, like, at the federal level, you can't choose... you can choose to move to another country, but at the state level, you can choose to move to another state that does allow abortion if you truly do want an abortion. Um, I, I don't have a problem with it going up to the state's rights because, like I said, conservative state the states that lean more conservative like texas tennessee oklahoma utah those states are probably going to move towards outlawing abortion up to a certain level other more liberal states might like just fully open 
abortion just because it isn't going to be at a federal level. Um, and that's where my opinion with it. Okay, but what about nice. you? Nice, I couldn't hear what, half what, of that, but nice. What about you yourself? Like, how do you view abortion as a whole? Like, not necessarily in the federal state or federal hands or state's hands, just what do you think about it, period? Um, well, I don't have much experience with uh, abortion. Um, I would probably say that I lean more conservative in terms of abortion, but I definitely, uh, when it comes, I think this is, was something that we talked about on one of the later podcasts. Um, but I was basically saying that, like, uh, I believe that when it comes to the mother's safety, then it should be in the hands of like, uh, I, I would say it would be in the hands of the mother and the family around her. Okay. What about, uh, what about safe abortions or quote unquote safe abortions? What do you mean by that? An abortion where no one is at a health risk. I don't believe that that is, I don't believe that that's right. But at the same time, like it, it sort of goes down to the thing of like, this is where I've sort of come to it uh, as a person is like it's the same thing with saying like hey say someone like like say someone like rape raped your daughter right that is murder illegal 100% okay but do I'm we not- all like wait wait do we all agree that that is correct we all agree that murder most of the time should be illegal. Murder is illegal. Yes. It's not, it's not, not most of the time. It's just, it is uh, self-defense, but that's not murder. That's killing, not murder. Murder and killing are two different things. Oh, that's true. All, that's true. That's all true. Murder, all, all murder is killing, but not all killing is murder. In, in other words, Anyway, just yeah, I'm making it more confusing, but just keep keep going. It, it goes back to that thing where like it isn't your it isn't your like sort of journey to go on. Like you don't know what that person is going through until you have actually been in their shoes. So someone could say, oh my goodness, this person like murdered this guy for like raping his daughter. Oh my goodness, that guy, like who should like deserve to rot in hell. Like, but once again, you don't know what you do until you're in those shoes. Right, but is it legal? Is, Is it moral?
Uh, is okay. it moral? I, I, I get the question no. I'm, I'm trying to get at. The question I'm trying to get at is what do you think about safe abortions? And again, I say in quotes because, you know, it's not a term I like to use lightly since it really doesn't exist. But I'm talking a situation where two people just have cons- consensual sex and they have a kid, but they don't want it. So they get an abortion. What do you think about? Do you think that's moral? No, I don't think that that's moral. Okay. So you're more you're more just kind of... Um, concerned about situations where there is some sort of complication whether it be uh sex out of non-consent or uh birth issues you know like uh health risks so to speak yeah so like health risks like being sexually assaulted or raped like yeah like I, if if I've never gone through that situation, like I don't have like a personal basis to where I could say, oh yeah, one hundred percent of the time, like yeah, this is what I believe. Because mm-hmm. I've never been in that situation personally. Like until you live through a situation, like you can't say with one hundred percent certainty, oh yeah, this is this is one hundred percent how like it should be across the board. What if there was a book that told you those answers? Would you believe that book? Yes. Hmm. Yeah, but does the Bible talk about non-consensual rape? The Bible talks about all rape is non-consensual. The Bible does talks the Bible about talk murder about, and where the life Bible, begins. Does the Bible talk about being raped, though? What is it? What does that mm-hmm. have to? What would that change? Um, that would change based off like personal basis. What What, what do you mean personal basis? That would change. It's, it's dependent on the parameters. But if so, because doesn't, he doesn't no. out, he doesn't outright he doesn't outright say that abortion shouldn't be a thing. He doesn't outright say that he doesn't outright say that that shouldn't be a thing. It doesn't Is he anywhere re- in the Bible. It doesn't really matter if he doesn't use the word abortion or if he doesn't use it in certain sentences. Um the Bible is very clear that uh, everybody, I mean, I have verses pulled up right here. The Bible makes very clear where life begins and it begins at conception and God sees each and every one of us, even as we're being created inside the womb and he knows our thoughts before we even are capable of having thoughts. And we all know that, you know, there's a literal commandment. One of the Ten Commandments is you shall not murder. But you can go even further than the Ten, the ten Commandments. And you just... Um, let me go ahead and pull up what I wrote down here for a second. 
but yeah, it's true that it, the Bible doesn't have the word abortion in it. And it also doesn't explicitly say, uh, you shall not have abortions or anything like that. But there's a lot of words that don't appear in the Bible, but that doesn't mean the Bible has nothing to say about it. I mean, so does the Bible have anything to say about people who have been raped? What would that would like, what would that change? If if I told would, you, if I would, if that, the Bible if the Bible if the Bible gave you a clear answer that you cannot murder and that life begins at conception, then what does it matter what the circumstances of how the child is created? That is something that I definitely don't agree with. Well, I just asked you a question. I didn't, I'm asking you, how would that change something? How would that change it? So you're saying if uh, you're saying if a family member rapes you, I, I'm not then having, you I'm, should I, be. I'm not should, able oh, to have oh, oh, children. Uh, I'm not able to have children. I'm a man. Okay, so you're saying that if a family member rapes like someone in your family, they should be able to, then they should be forced to bear that child and bear that burden of, of having that family member as their father. I wouldn't put it like that, but the answer mm -hmm. is yes. Okay. That is definitely something I do not agree with on the slightest. I don't think that a child is less valuable because it's born out of rape or born out of incest. I don't think that a child is less special or less created by God because of how or where it came from. Now, if you don't want to keep the child, you can uh, give birth to it and then there are other resources. I can't name all of them, but I know adoption is one of them. But the answer is pretty simple. I do not believe you, in if, killing children in the womb because that child is a person created by God, formed by God. I don't really care what the situation is how it came to be, where it came from, who the parents were. That's where were. I disagree with you. That's where I disagree with you. I have a, a I, verse pulled up just so I can give uh, actual proof to what I'm saying. You know, because a lot of people on the internet will say, oh, the Bible says this, and then they won't say where it says it, and you just have to take their word for it. So just so that we're crystal clear, Jeremiah 1, 5 uh, then the word of the Lord came to me saying, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. So the, the key word is, the, is like the first two sentences. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew who you were. Before you were born, I sanctified you. So God recognizes us as people before we're even formed. Um can bring up Psalm um, hold on give me a moment here 
Well, oh, maybe. Oh, yeah. Isaiah's after Psalm. That's right. Eighty-six. Eighty-six five. Oh no, that's the wrong one. One thirty-nine. Do 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 do. Okay. Uh, one thirty-nine. Psalm one thirty-nine, verses thirteen through sixteen. Uh. For you formed my inner inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works and that my soul knows very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed and in your book they all were written. Uh, the days fashioned for me when as yet there were none of them. So it's it's kind of kind of fancy schmancy bible talk but it it's it's just what i was saying that bible like god knows all of us before we're even born so to say so to you know obviously this wasn't part of the argument but to say that you know that little thing in there isn't alive is not something that i agree with um and i just i don't think that uh I don't think that outside situations, even some as extreme as rape and incest, which, by the way, uh, make up a terribly small, major, uh, terribly small percentage of all abortions. Um, all abortions that are reported, by uh, the way. That are reported. That is true. Uh, so, like, I just I don't believe that a child is worth less or not deserving of being alive because of those outside circumstances what you do with the child afterwards is i do what you want i mean obviously don't actually you know i'll take that back but <laughs> um i th i think that i just i just don't think that it's uh i don't think it's right to justify killing someone because of outside circumstances, even if they were not your fault. Um, but that's fine. Uh, Peter, hey you're kind of quiet over there. <laughs> yeah, you guys what? are uh, <laughs> I was going to go one by one, but, you know, Josh and I got in a little bit of a scuffle. So go ahead. You, you can go ahead. I, I guess I already said my piece. So I want you to go ahead. Um, I think it should be up to the state's rights and the state's um, courts to decide whether or not it should be legal or not. Um, after that, it's up to the individual to decide whether or not they want to do it or not. Um, I think it's something that people need to think about more and not just say this is my right this is what i deserve i need to be able to take something out of my body if i want to um i think it's kind of sad that we have gotten to places to where people don't use actual biology to look that it's something else and not them that's living in 
growing and becoming something that will possibly grow to a full-size human. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it's in the end, it's up to the individual and I can't stop them, but I would love to see a world where people understand and they say that, oh, it's actually a child that's in the womb. It's it's not something that is me, but it's something that's a part of me. It's something that's growing, that's both got both male and female genetics inside of it that it's gonna grow and then it could be it could come out to a six foot nine tall three hundred pound guy. <laughs> like like that's incredible. But yeah. We've taken away this ability that only women have to create something that's wonderfully made and that's wonderful and uh, I'm not for it but in the end it's up to the individual and you can only persuade them as much as you can to try to tell them that it's not a morally right thing to do so Mm -hmm. I'm fine with I'm, I'm glad that I mean it's a good thing that they're talking about Roe v. Wade because then it can be it can be more of a state topic and the ability of the state's power to decide whether or not they want to allow it or not allow it. And so if you live in that state and you want it, then advocate for it. But I would say, look at the facts, look at biology and observe what is being created before you make your decision. Because in the, I'd like, I've heard stories and I'll never experience it, but I've heard stories that people regret it and that people get, super depressed and that people have killed themselves because of it and that people then have this guilt and heaviness over them because then afterwards they realized it was something beautiful that was growing inside of them so i would i would much rather have people look and observe what's happening and observe what it is and observe how it has a heartbeat after six after four weeks or six weeks and how you can see brain function after eight weeks or 12 weeks, whatever that is. Like, that's incredible. But um, I'm definitely not for it. So, mm-hmm. okay. That's my thoughts right there. So, what are your, uh, like, do you have any, like, personal uh, opinions? I'm pretty like, sure you on, just gave it. Like but... what? Well, like on on abortion. Well, well, no, no, you did, you did, yeah. It's up to the individual. In the end, it's up to the individual. I, you can only persuade them so much. I'm not for it, but it's up to the individual at the end. If a state says it's legal, then it's up to them whether or not they choose to do it. I would, I would, I would. I would beg people not to because it's a wonderful creature. It's going to become human. I mean, it is human, but it's going to become a fully grown baby. And then who knows if you, if you treat it right. And if you take care of it, it can become the next, it could become the next, like uh, who knows Michael Phelps, 
It could become the next Conor McGregor. It could become like, but you're taking away its ability to even try when you kill it. So, mm-hmm. like, it's yeah, and it's not something to take lightly either. Like you have to, they have to like definitely like. I, I it's something that's. Yeah, I mean, the stories I've heard, it isn't what? In in my opinion, it, it I think that Shane disagrees with this, but I don't believe that's always black and white. I don't believe that's either like, okay, you're for abortion or you're anti-abortion. I think that there, it's, it's, it's a case, hmm. I would I would disagree. I would say it's it's very much black and white. It's you either believe what you believe or you don't believe what you believe. You're either for it or you're not for it. Like you can be like this is wrong, but in the end, it's up to them. Like it's up to the individual. Or you can be the one where it's like even in certain circumstances. Like to be honest, I think in certain circumstances, like if the mother. If the mother could die, and they're like, if we if we if we take the child out and it'll die, it'll one hundred percent die. But you have a an eighty percent chance of survival. Like, I think they should try to see if there's another way to try to take the child and the mother and make them both live. If not, I would say people should be more willing to give their life for a child than for an adult. That's what I think. I think people, the thing is children, children are more precious than adults. Children can be taught and be brought up right where adults already have opinions. They already have things. So it's a lot harder to bring them up correctly. So to be honest, I think people should like in, in those cases, people should sacrifice their life for the child. But people, I mean, in the end, it's up to the individual. But I'm like, in my eyes, I think people should do that because that would be raising up the next generation of who, next president, the next person to be able to give the cure to cancer to people. I mean, we already have it, but just kidding. (laughs) But you know what I'm talking about. Like, there's people with more extremist views and then chains like even with incest and rape. And I think, I, I think a child's life is precious no matter what. And in the end they can get taught up right and brought up right and get the opportunities that an adult might never get again in their life. So I think, I think it is pretty pretty black and white and there are some there could be some gray like you josh like you're saying certain circumstances could potentially give opportunity to have an abortion but i would say for the most part it's super black and white for most people at least i i would agree on the health risk portion like I'm not so sure about outside circumstances such as rape or incest, but as, as far as health risks, um, you know, is the, is the mother at, at 
risk or is the mother and child at risk, whatever it is. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I think in that case, it's ultimately the option should be there, but it's not an option that should be like enforced by anybody other than just the family or the first party. Yes, exactly. Um, I don't know if that's biblically sound. Uh, I didn't find anything in my notes, but um, I feel like that's... Or that, uh, I mean, most of these situations are they're up to the individual. They have to be like, and since we don't live in a, in a, we don't have a government that enforces all the biblical laws, we can't like enforce them the way that they used to be able to enforce them up in Israel. And so like, we can't go around stoning people because they're doing some evil stuff. Yeah. And we're not going to either. Like, yeah, exactly. But like in the end, in that situation, it's up to the individual. And if, if that's their decision, then they're going to be judged and that's upon their shoulders. And then when they see God, he'll judge them for their actions. So, Okay. Cool. Well, um, so, uh, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I feel like this, this is one of those topics that just has like one question and there's really no follow up questions you can ask. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but thankfully, we are at 40 minutes, so we only have to cover five more minutes. So, um, gay people what no no <laughs> gay people right what's up with that um, oh my gosh <laughs> this is like okay I'm just I'm desperately trying to scrape for something to say um I, I think I think oh you actually I, I remember what I was gonna say. Uh the I'm seeing a lot I'm seeing nowadays a lot of people, you know, people from the church and Christianity very quick to come out and give their opinions and what they what they believe the Bible says, and it could be true. Um on what what it says about, you know, abortion and regarding such and um I think a lot of people tend to forget the more important information, the v massively more important information, which I wrote down a verse in Psalm 86, verses 3 through 5. Uh, Be merciful to me, O Lord, for I cry to you all day long. Rejoice the soul of your servant. For to you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. For you, Lord, are good and ready to forgive and abundant in mercy to all those who call upon you. And this is just a, a, a helpful reminder that, yeah, I mean, for me, I believe that abortion is horrible, but at the end of the day, it's, it's not unforgivable. It's still something that when you call upon God, he will forgive you. And there's still mercy and compassion, uh, available so to speak um, I feel like too many people nowadays seem to forget that part and they seem to focus entirely on the abortions bad abortions bad which 
I, I agree. It's true. I agree. I do agree with that, but um, it's just, you have to remind so, people that it's not unforgivable. So I'm pretty sure I know you. Go ahead. I'm oh, done. Oh, well, I'm pretty sure I know your answer to this, but what would you say about the people then like that go on campuses and they're like, Hey, well, you should like, you know, like everybody's going to hell, you know, you should come to Jesus. Like everyone's going to hell. You're going to hell. You're going to hell. Everyone's going to hell. Oh. You have to be careful. Oh, like those, Big those, those people. public speakers. Yes. Oh yeah. Ones that pop up on like college like, campuses and the ones that Huntington, are like Huntington Pier and stuff like that. Yeah, for like big events. Um, the problem is like the message they're speaking is true, but they are doing it in a horrible way. Like they're speaking it in like the worst way they could possibly be preaching. And that's why like, I do not agree with their tactics and really with their motivations at all. Like at the end of the day, they are using sound doctrine, but it's not in a way that boosts the mercy of God or even the love of God. It's more of a literal fear or, uh, scare like you're scared of god not fear in reverence but fear of just being scared um so i i've talked to some people like that and they're simply immovable um and i just nowadays i just don't even talk to them at all because it's just better to avoid them but yeah i do not i do not condone those types of speakers is that, okay, the, yeah, is that, that the answer was, you were looking for yeah that was what i was assuming it was gonna be i highly yeah. doubt that you were going to be like know what i actually agree with those guys tactic you know what everyone is going to hell let's yeah. go ahead and just scout it you're going street. to hell it's like the oprah show and you're going to hell and you're going to hell everybody's no. going to hell yeah they all have their picket signs and they say like everyone's going to burn in hell or you know stuff like that and it's just like you no know, if you're if at you're the Catholic, end of the day you're going to hell <laughs> yeah, Man, yeah. Not like, wrong. yeah at the end of the day they are not wrong but it's just you can't be preaching that as the like face value message like you can't be preaching that as the face like the the face of the message should be off, the, the gospel go ahead it's you're you're coming off as like entitled rather than humble mm-hmm. um and you you do have to warn people but the way they do it comes off in a way to turn people off right away yeah so instead of coming out coming with a humble heart and saying hey look this is what scripture says it's going to happen if this happens jesus christ is the only way he's the one who loves you and who wants to take care of you and who wants to be there for you and if you don't bad things are going to happen and you will have to pay for the consequences of your actions over your life like if they did something that sounded more that was coming off is more humble but also telling the truth it would still turn people off but i th- i think it would turn more people would be willing to listen i think yeah i mean it's just it's just a lot of people like that are very quick to tell you the 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 bad news of the gospel but they're not willing to tell you like they're not really they're not willing to put emphasis on the good news of the gospel so um, and a lot of them don't mention that 
they don't say like I've done these things I'm a sinner and without Christ I would be on that path toward eternal damnation I'm also just as sinful as you are I mess up every day but Jesus yeah. Christ has my back he's the one who gets me through the day he's the one who prevents me from committing suicide he's the one that helps me and blah, blah 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 like that yeah that's a good point like a lot of people don't mention that and we have to especially us we have to tell people we are the same as you the only difference between you and i is i know who the savior is so yeah that's awesome thank you peter um yeah. Okay, well, well, we either are... will be uh, accepting a prayer request right after this if y'all would like to email right. in. Um, if you would like to, ex- no. Like, we all mess up every day. It's just like we we get back up and we're like, okay, help me today. Help me fix this problem today. And whatever else. All right, well, we are at 46 minutes. I'd love to go a little bit longer, but uh, we got to wrap this up and move on to the next episode. So thank you all so much for listening to this short episode. Um, remember, you can follow us on Insta- Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and TikTok. And um, we will see you all soon. <laughs>